Yo, this is Zero from El Vu and LA Natives Podcast. And I'm happy to announce that Malinali Superfoods now has a storefront location. And we invite all our community to come and partake in our family recipes, in our ancient foods, and in our intention. Our intention is to gather our community, to share the wisdom of our ancestors, but most of all, have a place to be ourselves. So we invite you to come to 4528 Whittier Boulevard in the heart of East Los Angeles. So come, stop by, enjoy our awas, our superfood smoothies, our nutrient powders, and understand that food is our medicine. Our ancestors were brilliant engineers, and they created strong, powerful foods that we share with the community. Aho, Ometeo, Tonansi, Tonato. We start out on this new road. No turning back. But we have our ancestors with us. We're going to continue to dance with them. Dreaming them. Calling them. We are becoming what we were. It is borrowed that Maya prophecies. Seven triangles of light. Keep walking. You are the spirit of Unaku. Keep walking. We the human, we are doing the spirit of Unaku. Their voices, they are becoming real to us and speaking to the people of the 20th century. 
history about who built this place and why and what they felt and what they thought about the world. These are not anonymous people anymore. You are the spirit of Unapu. Keep walking. We the human, we are doing the spirit of Unapu. My headphones are off. Your headphones are off. Yo, yo. Let me see. Here we go. There we go. Yo, yo guys. Hey, natives. We're back. Las Aslan Natives Podcast with the one and only Zero Evelvu. Yo, what up, my family? Yo, it feels good to be back, right, Zero? Absolutely, man. It's It's been a, 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 a very, how can I say this, a super hard work these past few weeks for myself, my family, and um, yeah, just, you know, trying to get back into the groove of doing the podcast, so I thought... You know, Armando asked me, should we wait for, you know, some surprise thing that we're going to do for the podcast? We're not going to talk about it. Well, you know, I think you needed, you know, uh, those those days to to establish that business, man. It's blowing up, bro. Manalani Superfoods is definitely going to become a a landmark for Los Angeles. Well, it definitely has a good intention. It has a good community around it. It has its challenges because, you know, we deal with poverty in that side of the of the of the hood you know what i mean there's a lot of poverty in east los angeles and we're acclimating them to plant-based foods and different experiences and but they're very very receptive um and very very supportive so i thank all the community that has supported from la natives that has gone to our um, malinali cali and um supported by buying drinks or um buying a powder or whatever it was that supported our business. Thank you so much. Um, know that that's your home, you know, 4528 Whittier Boulevard. And stay tuned for the programming that's coming because, you know, we got a space that we can go to six days a week and really utilize, create, spend time, and nourish yourself. It can't be at a better location too, uh geographically you know it's like right there in the heart of east los well that you know believe it or not my grandmother owned the house that's where i grew up that neighborhood is where i grew up i mean it can't be exactly aligned i mean more than i am right now because i'm giving back to the community that i grew up in i'm giving back to a community that has a bunch of drug abuse and uh, abuse of food you know when you abuse food on that level and don't even know you're abusing it and, and we can come in with a place that gives information and that give that can inspire you to um, take care of yourself. You know, taking care of yourself is the most revolutionary thing you can do, because the healthier the being, the stronger the voice, the stronger the attitude, and the stronger that you give an example to your community around you. And that's all I've ever wanted to be, is to go through the challenges, not just go through the motions, but go through the challenges that we all face during this time. And it's some very, 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 <sighs> you can't even explain it because at, at first, you know, before we went off air, I thought, okay, cool. It's like over and blah, blah, blah. But it just seems like they're tightening it up more and more and more, you know, and, and I'm talking about the situation that doesn't seem to end. Right. And that how they subtly just manipulate you and divide you absolutely you know? demonize you criminalize you right like the the kid the the basketball kid right absolutely now he's you know possibly not 
gonna able play. to play anymore. And you, what are they going to do then? They're going to take his salary, bro. They're going to take whatever amount of money that he makes and say, oh, really? You're going to do that? Okay, cool. This is what we're going to do. Right? It's just impossible. And, and yet we still kind of go, well, that's not a that's not bad. Really? To take somebody's life ability to support himself well how, how do you feel about people who work for companies that have over 100 employees which is essentially every every job in america right mm -hmm. like if you work for home depot or the post office or a grocery store well guess what it's required mm. or else you're fired but it's only required because the board and the ceos agreed to it because it's not mandated so it's private. It's private. A private decision. They're, they're, people are, 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 it's going over their heads. They're just going, oh, that sucks. My job is requiring me to do that. But there are board members on that company. And there are presidents and CEOs that write the memo, send it to HR. HR gives it to the employees. And this is not attacking anyone that decided to make a decision like that. You know, everyone has their decisions to make. I just would think, you know. Just make your decision properly, right? When it comes to this decision, you need to be hyper aware. Not just, oh, I read the pamphlet, or I saw the news broadcast, or I heard the radio, or my cousin told me, or my mom wants me to get it. You can't be that light with this. Because really, one, we don't know what type of poison it is. You know, and I know people are going to go, what are you talking about? It's not poison, but I would say something that you ingest or take or has to be forced into and has an adverse reaction is called what? Poison. Right? Absolutely. Right? Are people dying from this shit? Are people getting all fucking nerved, racked, like where they can't have control of their body? Right. That's poison. How are we doubting the most precious and unexplainable thing that has been given to us by our universe, which is called our body, which is called our nervous system, which is called our immune system? How all of a, su all of a sudden, it can't handle it. Your antibodies doesn't even exist anymore. Right. I heard even Anthony Fauci say, you can't do anything to boost up your immune system. And people who don't inform themselves will believe that. Right. And now, and now there's a booster available. That's a third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. Right. That's, that's like that. That's why I don't like even just one. Cause once you take one, you have to take the other and the other and the other and the other. Right. And, and now they're, they're, they're making, you know, cause a lot of people are afraid of needles. So now they're making pills. Mm. Even da more dangerous even more dangerous right i think i think it's even more dangerous I and mean, this is why it all comes back to essentially health and nutrition and absolutely and exercise absolutely right 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 it's because your body it okay think of this armando and community la natives remember i don't know if you've ever seen a story where there's an, an obese person right and that obese person changes his life dramatically and loses all the weight 
that person healed himself from whatever it was that, that was healing it. The overeating, the bad eating, the destruction of internal organs, the whatever it was. I've seen those documentaries or, or even met people who said, hey, I used to be 500 pounds or 400 pounds or 300 pounds, and now they're not. The body heals itself. It's the most complex undescribable people to you know how people go oh yeah you're gonna die of cancer in six months but then they live oh we don't know how to explain it it's a miracle what what miracle is there your body is amazing it heals itself it's yeah. it's it's something that you should never doubt yet right now we're in time where they're forcing you to doubt it and i'm not saying here go i'm gonna say the disclaimer again i'm not saying that i can't be affected by any poison that they're putting out there that they're poisoning us and and people don't see it but in every if they're not flying over polluting then they're jabbing then they're demanding then they're making you feel bad they're distorting the whole reality well you know i don't have any kids you know and i've been noticing the media is like really hitting these kids hard bro like apparently in order to go to a public school now you're you know uh you have to be jabbed mm. how do you feel about that zero i feel like, like you, you have kids and i'm sure they're are they in public school or private school no they're in public school right. and 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 that's where i'm talking about where the division comes in because my children are like well let me just get it and what am i going to do as a father absolutely you know but inform him inform him inform him inform him and this is the time where the connection between you and your child has to be incredibly strong incredibly strong and that's not fair that these colonial puppets if you think your city council if you think your la unified school district and all that bullshit is 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 on your side then they wouldn't be forcing your children to take vaccinations that have not been tested properly this isn't stopping the the chicken pox this isn't polio. Although they'll market it like it is because Tom Hanks will get on and, and do a commercial and P. Diddy or whoever idiot, what other idiot that, that goes along with this. Shame on those motherfuckers. Shame on them because they know the truth. Right? All them fucking TV anchors. I just seen a post recently. I, I was desperately trying to get it to Armando so that we could see it but they had faces of they live right this old movie that um Roddy Roddy Piper was in and he had these glasses that you know if he put them on he would see the advertisement and it would say obey and you know Shepard Ferry stole his thing from there right the obey clothing line that was a good film right there that right? was dope best film it was it was kind of crazy <laughs> Roddy Roddy Piper is a legend yeah and, and he took that role man and that's dope <laughs> anyways they did this post with Anthony Fauci having that face and 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 the news anchors having that face. One news anchor had the audacity to say, if you don't want to get vaccinated, then you need to work from home. She went even as far as to say, you should order food from Grubhub and stay home. That if you're going to be an American, you have certain privileges. And if you don't pay American whatever it's not even policy it's not even law it's not even a mandate yet you have to follow it blindly 
man, this is an infringement of rights that's beyond human rights. But we've seen this shit before in human history. I start thinking about that, Armando. I start thinking this has never happened in the world. And I want to uh, remind anyone that's tuning in, make sure you comment. Make sure you let us know how you feel about this whole situation going on. Positive, negative, if you agree, if you disagree. This is what LA Natives is all about, right, Zero? Right. This is about that. Because we have to inform our community. And for those of you that said, I don't see what's going wrong with... You know, there's not been that much proof and it's just then you're not informed enough and you're going to go along with whatever um, a corrupt land thieving government. When what has the government of the United States ever done to make to convince you to believe them that they're on your side or for your benefit? And I'm talking about Native American people. There's, I'm talking about there's people always two land. sides of the story. I just don't understand how they're criminalizing and demonizing putting people down emotionally mentally if you're not jabbed i just don't uh, agree with that and the thing is i fully support anyone who did get vaxxed because obviously you made a decision that you wanted to make right zero and you're not here you know uh demonizing them no i'm not demonizing anybody but here's the The thing is you can't go back though what do you mean i have a feeling that there's gonna be vax remorse there's gonna be uh you know like a like regret major regret down the line from the people that took it yes yes absolutely because they're getting poisoned because they're getting poisoned they're getting poisoned bro they're getting poisoned look they're telling you exactly what it is mrna it's a messenger of what what is it giving the message to do and why does this message has to be boosted with another message and another message. What what's going on here? Look, I, I I'm not I'm not trying to to say, look at the avalanche and, and it's gonna cover and, and, and bury us. I'm not saying that. So M uh, Lopez says, so the healthcare workers uh in this country were heroes not too long ago, but now they're getting the boot. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the healthcare workers and doctors and physicians are are and, and and not the not a minority a majority of them are, are are refusing to take it and this is the whole healthcare system and from what i heard they're actually having to replace them with the national guard which is which is disgusting which right? is military which is military because they're saying they're low on staff now because people are like not trying to do it it's military bro now it's gonna now they're telling it's like more mandated right because when you bring in People who drive Humvees and have guns and they're, oh, no, I'm just taking the nurse's place. Really? Or are you or are we going to go? Are we are they going to go aggressively into this? thing? I I just you know how I see they don't want to do it because they know I I just now they're they're, They want to track people. This is a great way of just tracking people, you know, because now these passports Mm -hmm. exist. Right, zero. They're pushing that hard but, now. Okay. Now you can't go let, to a concert, let, okay. and then imagine now you can't even fly anymore. And this is going to be enforced within the next few months nationally. Like you can't get on an airplane unless you're, you're okay. jacked. Well, here, here's what I think about that. Why are they going so hard on this, Armando? Why are they going so hard on this, LA natives? Why are they saying you're not going to be able to fly? No, I'm bringing the military in. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. Here's the answer. 
because nobody wants to take it. That's their thing. That's why they have to have CNN anchors go in there and say, work from home and do this and let's come on, people. What do you do? They're losing the fight. If not, it would be, it would be a non-issue, but they're going hard on it. These news anchors are like really trying to sell this shit to you. Man, and we have a very special guest in the building. We got Head On, the one and only. Oh, yeah. Head On's in the... Pe- You're about to jump on the mic in a couple minutes. You know, that that's... Pay attention to that, natives. Pay attention to how hard they have to push the boot on your neck. Right? Because you're not complying. The masses of people are not complying. And the very few that took it are, like you said, Armando, feeling the regret, starting to get informed and go, what? I just may have harmed my own body, right? It is not a debate on whether you should get a vaccine or you shouldn't get a vaccine. This is not a debate of that. This is a choice that someone is saying, I'm going to take the... I'm going to take the way you make your living. Right? And that's not human right violation. Right? But but before the election, weren't they saying the whole time they wouldn't do that? They wouldn't mandate it? Well, they like always it. say that they're, they're liars. <laughs> when have they ever told the truth? And we're all trying to debate their truth. And their truth is horrible. It's a lie. It's Everything they've done is a lie. Everything. Everything. And, and, and now there's like chaos in the southern border with these Haitians and, you know, it, it all adds up, bro. Yeah, it's just thinking it's it's economics, it's control, it's it's politics at all. Well, here from from my perspective, it's more about they feel like they own you, so you got to take it. Head on, jump on the mic real quick, brother. Got you, man. We got a very uh, special intellectual in the building, man. Head on, he's been. Supporting the podcast since day one, bro, and very familiar face to our, all of our audiences. Welcome back. Thank you. Let's go ahead and get this mic set up. Welcome back, Heron. Thank you. Gracias. So, you know, what's your perspective on on what's actually going on, current events, and so forth? Well, it's a bit personal for me because... Um, so I was in Mexico, I was in Tulum. That's right. Yeah, I was in Tulum and um I had to I had to actually prove that I had the vaccine or and have a negative test. So it wasn't just a vaccine, also a negative test so I can fly out of the country to Tulum. So I, I presented that it's cool. But when I was in Tulum, I got word that my abuelo, my grandpa got really sick from COVID. He was doing really bad. And I was like, all right, I gotta go. So I went. After my weekend to Loom, instead of flying back, I had plans anyways to go, but now it was like serious. I had to go because, um, you know, if things got too critical, then I wouldn't be able to say hi to him anymore. So I went and uh, the day that I arrived was the day that his lungs pretty much kind of gave up on him and he couldn't breathe no more. So the family did everything they could to secure oxygen for him. And it was thanks to the people that they knew that they were able to provide that. And then economically, my, my family have family in the US, so economically they have availability for funds, right? So they needed two things. They needed A, 
connections to who has an oxy oxygen tank available because they're not cheap to rent and they're not cheap to, to own, especially. Um, the rent is not so bad, but then you got to have availability and uh, not everywhere they have them. So they happen to know someone who actually has them for like welding. So now imagine they went from welding to like saving lives. So then they obtain one, but each filled up is 900 pesos, which accumulates to almost 50 bucks. He was using three full tanks a day. That's 150 bucks a day. That's a lot of money in Mexico. That's a whole lot of money. He was using 15 liters per minute. So that's the max on the tank. So that's why it wouldn't last them that long. And pretty much what happened is his body had given up on, on breathing. This is due to COVID. Uh, he got the COVID, um, the Delta. So everybody in the house had, had gotten it. And for some reason, he had tested negative. Okay, this is a trip. He tested negative. So they were tripping out. Why is he, why is he um, sick? So when they take him to a hospital, they took him to a private hospital because the, the public one is like full, it's filled. You can't, you're not going to see a doctor until a week later and he might not have a week. So they had to pay for a private hospital. And when the doctor seen them, he said, oh, the, he had COVID a week ago. And this is no longer COVID. He's done with COVID, but COVID messed him up so badly that he can't breathe right now. So they're like, oh, but he tested negative for COVID a week ago. Well, then that test is, is wrong because the doctor's telling him, I can show you right here with the scan that he had COVID. So A, then the tests are not always 100% accurate. B, if we don't know what, what um, during COVID, during that time, if they don't know what to actually do about it, it can really ruin the body. And that's what happened to him because he didn't know that he had it. He didn't take any medication. He didn't take any precaution other than getting away from those that tested positive. So he lasted on the tanks 15 minutes per liter for a week. And then after that, his, his lungs started breathing again, slowly. So then he went from 15 liters per minute to uh, 10. And then he dropped to eight. And then it got, from there, it slowed down. Seven, six, five. Once he was at five, we were like, oh, safe zone. Like, five is the safe zone. Because now we don't need those oxygen tanks no more. Now there's like this other device that they just connect to the wall. And what it does, it, it gets um, oxygen from the air and then it compresses it and then it sends it to him. So instead of like having a tank with oxygen, um, it just, it collects it from the air and then it compresses it and then it gives it to him. And then at the end, he was just at, um, at three liters per, per um, this is after a month. He went down to three liters per minute. And then I think right before I left, the doctor was going to put him only at nighttime when he's sleeping. And then during the day, he's good now. So that's a personal, like, so I'm like, man. See how it's affecting people, Zero? Yeah. But we don't know what it is. Like, right. they'll say it's COVID. They say it's Delta. They say it's it's just we. I just right. know they're poisoning. They're poisoning. It's just, it's clear. It's clear to see. Yeah. It's not, it's, there's nothing. I, I will say this too. But you do have a point, Zero. It's like the reason why they're pushing it so hard because people don't want to take it. They don't want to take the vaccine. Right. If not, they wouldn't be CNN reporters going off and shaming you and, 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 and feeling like they have this authority over you, right? It, but think about it, guys. Really think about it. How many, you should know this question, Hino. How many media outlets are there? Oh, there's three basic mothers right. of medias. Right, right. So they're trying to make a decision for the masses of people. Yes. How many people are there? 
Well, here in the U.S., it's like 350 million. 350 million people. Think about that. Think about that. Even if they had a boardroom full of a boardroom full of a boardroom. Yeah. And they're trying to make decisions for 350 million people. And they think this stupid marketing campaign, that's the answer. Let's get Tom Hanks to say it. You know, yeah. <laughs> or, or whoever the fuck they're yeah. thinking of doing. Oh, let's do a commercial. Let's yeah. hammer it. I've never heard of this fucking... You know, you go to CVS, take your vaccine. You go to fucking Ralph's, take your vaccine. You go to fucking AMPM, take your vaccine. Like, what the fuck? Well, well here's this the other- is a sci-fi movie. This isn't even a fucking real thing. Any like, I, I mean, in terms of like, I'm not saying it's not real. What I'm saying is that it's 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 so exacerbated that it almost makes you feel like, is this even real? Like, really? Like, well, we're at this point now. Well, also the vaccine doesn't guarantee anything because that whole family household got sick. Most of them had the, at least the first uh, dose of the vaccine, and they still got sick. So it doesn't guarantee anything. Now, some of them had both, but most of them had at least the first one, and they still got sick. So That's what I'm saying, dude. It's like, you know, there's no... This is not about... Oh, man, I can't, I, I can't... I lose my train of thought trying to explain this to people. You know, I think willpower mentally has a lot to do with it because they were afraid for me to go. They're like, maybe you shouldn't come because the family's sick right now that, you know, that you might get contaminated. And I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I, to ease their mind, I told them, which is true. I'm, I'm vaccinated. I have both shots. But that was just to ease their minds. But my mentality is that thing can't do anything to me mm-hmm. mentally. That I, I welcome I welcome COVID because my body will take care of it. And I'm, I'm guessing you went to your local uh major corporate pharmacy like a Rite Aid or Walgreens, right? So for the vaccine? Yeah. Yeah, I did CVS, but the only CVS, thing, there it is. CVS. See, the, see how easy that is, Zero? Just, just, walk, just walk right into the CVS. Yeah, it was an appointment. It was quick, but I, I did do this. I didn't choose the one in Compton. I stayed in Compton. And I was like, nah, I'm going to go to the white people's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to the white people's CVS. I think well, they're safer over look, it's To me, it's more about like what the pressure, the 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 shaming you don't have to shame people to take care of themselves well look at what's going on in australia though dude they got like the cops involved now the national yeah but look at what's happening in australia people are getting pissed yeah people are fucking that's where all that breaking through the cop barrier and 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 look i'm gonna tell you why the wall of the cop is 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 not strong because they don't even believe it most cops are not vaccinated, and um, not that I'm in support of cops in any way or, or form, but uh, Villanueva is under a lot of uh, pressure right now by, by the media because Alex Villanueva, the chief of Los Angeles Sheriff's, is saying he's not going to enforce vaccination on, oh, his, on, his, on his deputies. Now, the other chief, LAPD, is also now backing it up, too, and he's not going to enforce it. So a lot of And cops, I heard a lot of cops are, are resigning or, like, yes. quitting, right? Yeah. But if their chief has firefighters, back, they're, they're all that gonna, shit. Yeah, that's but, what I'm talking. Which is about. what they want because all they're gonna do is replace it with military, right? I guess. And now, now, well, here it is. Their front line was, okay, we'll make the what did they call it? Re- first responders. We'll make them the heroes. And then the first responders are like, fuck you guys. Now it's the military. Oh, in New York. Did you hear about what happened in New York? Wait. So in New York, wait, one second. Make, let me okay. make this point. It's like now it's the military. Now the military has to enforce poison right the first responders are, are giving up they're going fuck you guys you guys are like trying to you know uh what do they call fast track this 
very unsafe thing. I can't do that morally. I'm like, fuck you, get out of the way. Now it's the military's turn, right? I, I, I haven't seen that yet. But can I ask you, why is it always the U.S. the last to protest in mass? Right, like all these other countries are a little bit more are a little bit more aware of what's going on, and they're just like they take action immediately, right? Like Italy, France, um, Europe. They're just always there's some uprises, but it's like in the U.S., people are just they'll they'll uprise for a Laker game or a Dodger (laughs) game, but they won't uprise for for something important like this well it's because we haven't really been in the situation that europe has been in and or australia australia is the worst right they're just like you can't you can only come out for an hour and we don't get that news that's why the u.s hasn't blown up like apparently just you can have dinner and then these law enforcement officers come you know to your to your table and they ask you for your vaccine cards i'm just like yo that's in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. That's China. And that's China. Yeah. That looks like China. And if you're not vaxxed, they'll just take you in. Arrest you. Damn. I have a different theory of why the U.S. hasn't uprised together like that. So my theory is that, like, Europe, it, uh, it's identity. So in Europe, the French are the French. They, France is the French, right? Mm. Um, Australia, well, even though they're colonizers too, but at least for the most part, it's them, right? Mm. In the United States, they want to sell us this idea of the melting pot of immigrants, right? Well, with that idea comes separation and segregation. So we all don't identify as one, right? We have Chicanos, we have Asians, we have black folks, we have um, white folks, and we have all these separations. So when even when it comes to something that we could kind of majorly agree on, we still look at each other differently, like uh, Trumpsters. They're against the vaccination, but I'm not with them. I'm not with them, right? You won't march with them, right? But there's this idea that you can agree on uh, without agreeing on other politics that you don't want to enforce vaccination. So there's this identity politics that keeps us separated no matter what, even when we do agree on something. Right. And it, isn't that a trip? So, like, let's say Trump runs again. Well, are we all going to vote for Trump because he's going to fucking flip everything back? Yeah. So, so identity. <laughs> but that's the problem with the United States that that because they have sold us this idea of this melting pot of immigrants, and Ruben Salazar said it, no, we're not a melting pot of immigrants. You guys are. Mm. You know, we've always been here. Mm. That's you're talking about you guys. Mm-hmm. So once we get the idea of who is that, what is the true identity of the United States? Once that question gets resolved, then we can uprise together. Mm. But until then, we're always going to not uprise together. Well, Zero, I have, a, I have a, a good question for you, man. As an entrepreneur yourself, as someone that actually is in the... Uh, hospitality business and the food business right imagine if you were in new york Mm. and you had to literally verify every customer walking into your doors that they were they had a vaccine like can you imagine what these business owners are going through over there just to sell a smoothie just to sell a smoothie i know like but they're poor poor like but they're agreeing to it though you think so well they're not willingly they're going they're telling them well you can't do business unless you do this well, it says right here they're going to be finding businesses up to up to seven hundred thousand dollars if they get caught not enforcing it out there in New York. Yeah, you that's see? a lot of money. You well, see, that's why the 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 guy's going to go. Well, let me see your vaccine card. Let me see this. Let me see that. Right, the the business owner. That's the business owner of the million dollar restaurant that does you know all the Manhattan restaurants, all the all the bougie restaurants. But how about the the little small independent one? 
Well, they're uh, are they enforcing less than yes. on that little? Okay, Absolutely, I didn't, I didn't know exactly every how restaurant it works. Every restaurant in New York, in every New York, single restaurant, every single doesn't matter if it's a mom and See, pop or right not. Right there at that point, you're like, you're like, would you shut down or would you fight through it? Um, I, I guess I would have to fight through it. I would have to, even if it meant my freedom. Overselling smoothies, really? I would be the fucking martyr of smoothies. <laughs> Think about that. Well, That's where you have to wait. Wait, stop. First of all. No country, no monarch, no fucking pope. None, nobody has rights over anybody's fucking life. Period. And we're debating on whether I'm going to shut down my business. Of course I'm not going to shut down my business. Of course I'm going to stand up. Of course I'm going to say something. You don't have a right over my body and how I take care of it. That's, we got to be like that. You know? Just like you're fucking standing up to police, police brutality, and all that bullshit. You got to stand up for your rights here. You have the power to take care of yourself if you are informed, if you are disciplined, if you are willing to take that on. If not, you're always going to go, oh, put myself in that care. What is it? Kaiser? What is it? Fucking Blue Shield? I don't know how... An industry of corrupt doctors who are already getting popped for fucking doing pharmaceutical just, oh yeah, just give them these pills and just give them that pills. And it was declining before this bullshit. All of a sudden, they have the answer for fucking pandemia. When they didn't have an answer for all the malpractice suits that they had. They didn't have an answer for all the fucking side effects that the, that the, the fucking pills were giving. This is, I'm talking about the whole industry. Now, all of a sudden, they're the smart ones? They're losing the fight, dude. Nobody wants to take that bullshit. That's the, that's the truth. And you don't have to fucking... If I see it... Take note, alienators. When you see fucking someone going off in the media and he's all pissed off, he's pissed off because you're not complying. Not because they're winning... You can't look at it that way. You can't go, oh, look at, they're forcing me. No, they're fucking pissed off because their educated ass couldn't convince you to do it. Right? I just don't, I, I, we have to be that, that fucking forward when it comes to your own health. Absolutely. And 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 sorry to to hear everyone with with the comeback show like this, but it has to be talked about, right? Zero. It's just, it's getting out of control. It's getting out of hand. It 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 is. Well, and it's current <laughs> news. Did you hear what happened in, in New York about the the uh, medical field? No. So in the medical field, they're going to enforce it on every nurse, every every medical technician, and if they don't get the vaccine, they don't have a job. They're so fired. They, yeah, they're and fired. from what I heard, they won't even qualify for unemployment because usually exactly. sometimes, you know, people like to get fired so they could sit on a couple of years of unemployment. But apparently there's going to be a loophole. Yeah, they can't. You so, know, blocking that, which is absolutely so they asked the, I think insane. The, I think they asked the governor. I forgot who they asked, but they asked her. So what are you prepared to do if a bunch of you lose a bunch of medical people? You know, because you, you have sick people. Mm -hmm. And they said, we're prepared to fly in people who are vaccinated we're prepared to well i even heard they're going to be replacing them with the national guard 
Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, like like the the military. But yeah, they were the heroes, right? Yeah, that's what that's, that's, that's the trip. Right? That's the trip to me. They were all heroes, right? Yeah. Right. They're cutting their capes off. <laughs> well, no, I think that that Hollywood has always lied to us. The news has always dictated a certain narrative depending on whoever had the biggest bucks or whatever story they wanted you to, to ingest. They never came from the point of truth. So why do we believe that? Why do we believe anything they say? Everything is scripted. They read off a teleprompter. They don't do any research. The person, the anchor, is regurgitating information that someone else wrote. It's very easy to, to pick apart and, and, and see the reality of the situation. I love to hear an anchor go off and you better stay at home and start a business and take your kid out of school. I love it when that happens because it's the people are going to start listening to that kind of talk and they're going to say, wait a minute. I just I'm choosing not to take your word <laughs> for the answer. OK, yeah, I'm, I'm putting myself in danger because I will have to. I, I, I saw one guy say. Well, there's only one way to beat this is if you get COVID and not die. Like, like everybody dies from COVID. Like everybody dies from it. Like, don't, 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 don't put yourself in that situation. You know what? When I, I'm not afraid to say this, when my and, and dude, we've been dealing with gold for how long? Two years. Yep. Okay. Almost within like that frame, I got it. And when someone got it, I didn't run from them. I went to them. And I gave them herb tea and I gave them medicine and I said, your body can recover. And I burned sage and I did my thing. And I never doubted my creator. There's two comments that uh, we could respond to. One is a question they're asking, does anyone know how it's going in Mexico? I can kind of answer that. So in Mexico, cool. it's a little different. Um, the president is actually heavily criticized for not taking it so serious. So when it first happened, I think AMLO was like, all right, well, you know, it'll come and like many things, it'll pass and, you know, take care of yourself. Kind of, kind of like leaving it to the individual. But he's heavily criticized because of the propaganda that the U.S. puts out and people can, you know, watch it on YouTube or on the news. And like you're not taking enough action. You're not doing what the U.S. did. They, they, they secured a bunch of vaccines. You didn't do that. So he's heavily criticized, right? So a lot of people in Mexico are pissed at the president for not securing a bunch of vaccines for its population because they're still waiting on the second dose, majority of people over there. And that's the idea. Now, how is it when you're maneuvering and, and navigating through Mexico? I noticed that in Los Pueblos, in most Pueblos, people don't really care. Exactly. People, people are not with masks. Absolutely. People are, are not afraid to get Absolutely. close to you. Life is normal except on the commercial side of life. Yeah, the on the cities. commercial side, on the cities, or the commercial store. Like, OXO is their version of 7-Eleven. So if you go to OXO, you have to wear the mask. But right across OXO is Don Chepo's. Don Chepo is the guy selling beer for 20 years. He don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. You know? Mexico has no infrastructure to enforce mandatory vaccines. It has no infrastructure in that. It could barely, the rich there can barely protect themselves from the people trying to rob them. Yeah. That's the, what Mexico is like. Yeah. Right? It does not have that kind of infrastructure. 
but it has a profound wisdom in plants. And I think that's why AMLO wasn't too worried because he does. He's the first president in Mexico history to be recognized by the indigenous community. Mm. In fact, he's giving back to the Yaqui. I don't know if you know about this. No, so I, re- the, I actually read about that. That's yeah. amazing. So the Yaqui is a nation. It's a big nation, like say like the Navajo yeah. here. So he's recognizing everything that was taken from them. So wow. he's giving them water back, land back, and some reparations mm-hmm. to the Yaqui. And he's nice. heavily criticized for that, you know? So mm-hmm. he should be heavily criticized for a lot of things, but he just comes with a different mentality. Mm-hmm. He has more of an indigenous mentality. Uh, another thing that was brought up here, which I don't agree with, let's see what you think. It says, uh, natives that got the vax are the natives that would have got the smallpox blankets back in the 1800s. How are we on the path of decolonization and still believe in the government? Absolutely. What's your? What's Absolutely. I don't. I don't agree with that uh-huh. because there's a. Here's the thing about those blankets. They 100% undeniably had smallpox, and that was destroying our people. We were watching that, mm-hmm. like you know, or they were watching it back then. It's not like oh, it happened to a few and a few didn't. No, they all got it right. Mm-hmm. The vax. Most people that I know that are vaccinated, nothing happened. They just they they felt ill for a few days. I didn't feel ill. I just got sleepy. I got really sleepy. So I don't see the same result. Well, we don't know what the long-term effect is. That's why we can't compare it, because over there, they were falling quick. Yeah, no, there was a different type of genocide. Yes. It's not the same genocide. Yes. It has to be subtle. It has to be subtle. They, they get better at it. A lot of people think, like, slavery is over, and land theft is over, and, um, you know, being forced to, to be segregated is over. It's not true. They just get better at it. Of course. And uh, they hire people, they hire people to say, oh, look, it's over because uh, Martin Luther King came and, and, and now his speech was so profound that we worship it every once a year. But my dad still kind of hates white people and my grandfather really hates white people. And that's never going to end. Not only that, now the Trumpsters are using the Civil Rights Act movement on their behalf to right. defend themselves, uh-huh. which is the most like anti or, or you know, uh, it's just it's counterproductive and it's counterintuitive towards right. justice. No, but I mean, it's not going to be as blatant as it was yeah. with the smallpox because they were clear. Like all the white people that were coming to this land were in agreement of murdering all everyone. So, of course, yes. they're going to be like, OK, yeah, be more efficient. But right here, it's like since the 60s movement, those grandparents and parents of of younger kids are like, well, I'm not down with George. It started with the George Bush era. It's like, I'm not down with George Bush. I'm not down with it. And they start questioning like, hey, this is kind of, this is getting out of hand. Right? And they're not in full agreement like they used to be. Because they're not thieving land. They're not raping children. They're not doing all that shit in the open anymore. But they do it in private now. Right? If they have enough money, it can make it go away. It's, well, it just well, evolves into a new version of the same thing. So to answer one of the questions here, what do you think is in those vaccines, brother? Now, I don't know. Now, I was skeptical of the They're vaccine. They're telling you what it is. Now, I, I for sure don't know, and I was skeptical, and that's why I didn't, See, that's, I didn't take uh, it until. So this is two reasons I took it. One, because I had to in order to see my grandma. No, I get it. I get it. But secondly, a year had gone by, and... I didn't see people dying from the vaccine, mm-hmm. like, you know, like a, a concerning number. Some mm-hmm. people got ill, mm-hmm. but again, that's just their bodies. They're, they're probably 
so weak and their in their body and old and their bodies had all kinds of other illness that they died just like with COVID. Well, so, some people are theorizing that it's not a gonna something that's gonna kill you, but it's gonna kill your ability to make you. You understand? Right. They're sterilizing you. And and head on, I don't want you to feel in any way, shape, or form down and out when apparently we're all having to explain ourselves. Yeah. Am I right? Zero? Oh, no, Isn't I that a fucking trip? I don't know. No, it it just, yeah, no I, don't I know, but it's coming to that, right? Zero where people have to explain themselves if they're vax or not. Uh, if I you, just think that's bizarre. If you hang out with people who are ultra paranoid, yeah. <laughs> but normal people <laughs> right. that, that are around me. I saw a stupid ass interview recently at No Jumper and they were interviewing some crazy ass porn stars, right? And these girls were like, look, we have OnlyFans. I was actually, you know, having my viewers, I was giving them free nudes if they were showing me their vax cards right <laughs> wow so that's and then here's, here's another thing about the vaccine card let me pull it out so i was this is what trips me up this is the vaccine card look how simple it is mm. it's paper i wish i could zoom it's in paper. on that it's paper so the first thing i said was like oh this is it i didn't take it serious so the second time I had the date, right? It, it, they, they give they gave me a date to show up like three weeks later, I think I forgot. So they they said, "Where's your card?" And I'm like, "Oh, I left it at home." And then and then they're like, "We can't give you the second vax without the card." I'm like, "Why? You have it in the system that I already got the first one." They're like, "Yeah, but we need that card to put there the second date." I'm like, "Just give me another card." They're like, "No, it's against the law." I'm like, wait, what? Why? Because you need the same card. I'm like, "What if I lost it? It's gonna be a long process." Like, what do you mean? I need to go to Mexico. Like, what do you mean? So they're like, no, it's going to be a long process. So you need that card. So A, if it's so important, why don't they give you like something better than paper? Right? Because I could have easily lost this. And then they were, they were going to go through a whole new process to like give me the second one. Secondly, I'm not going to say who, right? But I know someone in the medical field that they were given stacks of these. She passed them out to undocumented people so they could just have them, right? Mm. And she was given... Uh, a bunch of, in the state of Texas, they needed her her help uh, to vaccinate people. Mm. So they gave her a bunch of like vaccines. So at home, she vaccinated undocumented people at home, mm. right, to hook them up. So if it's so important, how did they lose control of where all those vaccines were going? All the I'm trying to tell you guys. That's 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 just my just question. Not, you not. don't have the app where like you you can now. Uh, show proof just through your phone uh no i could just show my appointments that cvs gave no me. no there's an app now is there yeah yeah, yeah. best I believe walgreens gave you that information oh, yeah. either via email or on a pamphlet or something. They're, they're 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 doing this is that. stamped by the cdc it's so important is but it's look at that fucking <laughs> card it's already <laughs> but that's it, the point it's already that's fucked a, up no but that's yo <laughs> that's a joke yo it is that's how the fuck can they give you this card and it's already deteriorating in your goddamn that's wallet that's the bro. point though i would i i would recommend <laughs> you laminating that motherfucker that's the point. That's the thing. I, I don't care. That's the it. point of that. This card. is such a the point joke. of that card. The point of that. And look card. at how they wrote on it, dog. Oh my god. I wish. <laughs> I wish we could zoom in on that. That is the most disgusting vax card I've ever seen, right there. The point of that card is that it gets destroyed like that. So you go wait, and you point it out right now. The oh, let me just do it on my app. Now I'm registering my own self. 
Yeah, right? they got your phone number. You have, they got you your have, geographical you have your location. Proof, you have your document. And that document, you're going to put a number into that app. And that app's going to now register you. Yourself. You're registering yourself to whatever it is that the new normal is or the new reality is, which is the same reality, guys. This is the same reality. There is no new normal. It's all the same. It's always been the same. The new normal is, are you going to follow my rule of law? That's the new normal. Before, at least you can fuck your rule of law. But now you can't even do that. Yo, this is a comment right here by Crazy Native. He says, remember when the medical marijuana cards came out? Like we had it. Yeah, show yeah. our cards yeah yeah, yeah. i still so have we, mine too i was fucking honored to get one of those motherfuckers i was yeah. waiting in that medical room for four hours bro to get my weed card yeah back in what 2010 yeah, or yeah, some yeah. shit man those 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 were the good old days right yeah, now we're having to fucking get cards for these vaccines dude well they're there that's what they're requiring oh. and, and if we all if we all comply just willingly then it'll be also someone- but they're not. No one is. I'm telling you. Uh, I'm telling you. The mass of people are sitting on their couch going, oh, I'm not there yet. <laughs> you know? Also, well, someone mentioned, um, I, I guess they didn't hear the part that I spent a month and a half in Mexico and I have family in Mexico. They said, if you want to know how COVID is going in Mexico, ask Mexicans that live over there. I have family that live over there. And I'm telling you, I have. You were just over there for like yeah. a few weeks, right? Yeah. Well, a month and a half. A month. I was, wow. I was there for a month and a half. So. Again, they don't have the paranoia we do. They definitely don't. But at home, the ones that are have more access to like world news, they do have more concerns. Mm. But as far as the population, I didn't see the paranoia. I didn't well, see it. I remember when I went to Mexico, not everybody had a TV. You had to go like to the corner store yeah. or the bar or, or, or the or the restaurant that had a TV. Not everybody owns a TV over there. So, or a cell phone. So I'll compare two households. One household, very, very paranoid because everyone got sick there. So mm. they saw it firsthand what it can do to you, right? Um, I will say they're not that healthy. So maybe that played a big part. And also there's, there was already a lot of economical stress in that household. Mm. So that's going to bring down the immunity mm. for sure. Mm. The other household that did not get sick, um, they're better off. But also they have access to, and they're very, uh, I will say they're, they're, educated highly in academia so they are constantly looking up the numbers like what are the numbers in Zacatecas what are the numbers in the United States and I think that influences their idea and outlook on COVID and they're a lot more concerned than the regular Joe walking down the street regular Jose going into Oxo buying beer he only put on the mask because they saw his favorite beer at Oxo that's it you know so I think it's different like people over there are not all like paranoid and like People are getting close to you and they don't care. Especially in los mercados. En los mercados, donde it's completely un- like anti-corporation. Los mercados, there's like way more people than there should be in there. <laughs> you know? There's no six feet, nothing. And people are living regular Mexican lives. If you don't believe me, go to Mexico. Just go to, go past TJ because TJ is not real Mexico. I, I don't know. Just some, don't, don't. I guess not. Let's not take it to the point of like you know. You know, we don't know what's happening, and of course we don't. We live here, and I'm not saying that we're commenting on the situation and, and what what Mexico is going through. What I'm saying is that Mexico is a third world country. It had never had a focus on health. 
for their population. If they did, everyone there would be a national hospital or a place. But that's the poorest. Poor, they're so corrupt in Mexico. Everybody is corrupt in Mexico. Every politician, every even the president, you can't deny it. The corruption that that exists there. So to enforce a mandatory or everybody gets it like that's too hard it's like it's kind of like china like china yeah. has a, a a communist rule over the cities of china but not the rural part of china i mean yeah they can go in there with the military and round up whoever they need to round up but <clears throat> it's 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 a lie to think that they rule all and, and know all and see all and it's just stupid it's not really true and to speak of some of that corruption, someone also... In the cities, they're badass, but... Someone also asked, um, can you talk more about AMLO? How is he? I've heard good things. Uh, I like AMLO, but like you just said, every politician is going to have some corruption. Every politician is going to have some political views, right? Well, what Sorry. happened the day I left from Zacatecas, the teachers went on strike in Zacatecas. There's two types of teachers in Zacatecas. Uh, I guess all Mexico. There's there's uh, state... state um, providing teachers, meaning they teach in cities, major pueblos, and then there's federal teachers. The federal teachers go into the ranchos, into the, the very, you know, local communities, the indigenous communities. So the federal teachers are still getting paid, but the state teachers stop getting paid. And the reason is because the state of Zacatecas just announced uh, their, their, the director of, of teachers in, in the state his time is up, so a new guy has to come in. But the guy that has the, the highest runner, the best the, the best guy for the position, he is a threat to AMLO. So even though they he belongs to Morena, to the same political party, but AMLO looks at him as a threat, like he could be the next president of Mexico. So he's preventing him from becoming the, the state's director. And that put a stop to all the paychecks for all the state leading teachers. So the, the day I left, they stopped the capital. The capital did not have any business, anything. They stopped the whole capital in protest. So even someone like AMLO, that I like him, he's not doing good in that area because he's he's acting scared that this guy might be the next president. So he's trying to prevent him from coming up. So that's a trip. Yeah. Well, they're all corrupt. They've always been corrupt. They never any any colonial any this is all colonial positions, bro. They're they're all backed by the Vatican and the Queen of England. And she's calling in her debts, right? Another thing, remember, I don't know, well, I mentioned off air. I the thing about all the countries we talk about, right? Um, Australia, it's under what? Oh, British Empire. British rule. Yeah. It's British rule. Yeah. British dollars, British rule. Yeah. The US, who ruled it? Oh, the mother, British. British. Yeah. British bankers. That's why we'll never go to war with them. Yeah. Never. British bankers. Right? Yeah. And Italy got affected, right? Well, all the law. That's the, all Vatican. Even the law in the United States, that's British law. All right. the law that's practiced here. So it's all inter the, the ones that are suffering from this the most? Canada. Can who's Canada? French. The French. No, but some of it, British Columbia. Some of it, yes. Some of it is still Britain. Yeah. You know what I mean? I went to the Britain, and then the French side is on the, your, is, uh, is on the East Coast. Yes. Right? More Ottawa and, yeah. and, and the, those. By Maine. Yeah, yeah. It's by Maine. Yeah. So, I mean, this is colonial rule everywhere. 
And people are going, wait, how the fuck did you become the boss? How the fuck did you become the landowner? And then if you look at history, you're like, well, you broke every treaty. Nothing you said was a, a, a truth. And now everybody's questioning it. On every level. Yeah. Even on the, the, the residential school side, which was a major topic when we were off air. You know? That this is all intertwined with each other right and last time i was thinking like this has never happened on earth i said this on the podcast i go this is this it has happened on the earth this happened before right it's called the spanish inquisition where you had to bow down to the church if not what happened there's actually a museum in zacatecas that shows you the torturing tools right yeah, I, I went through it. It's 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 bad. So we have we've had had a moment on this planet where that has come to fruition, where yes. they're forcing you to do something. If not, you will die. It's not as dramatic as getting a vaccine, but we don't know what the side effect is. Long term. Long term. Yeah, we don't know. Right. I mean, I I'm taking a risk. I'm like, fuck it. Just like COVID, I welcome it. I welcome the vaccine too, and then my body will destroy it. That's my mentality. That's just my mentality. Well, let's hope that you're right. It will destroy anything. <laughs> I love yeah. that mentality, bro. Let's hope that you're right. Let's hope that you're right. Oh, I believe that the body can repair. I think that if you eat the right foods, you should be protected. Fasting. It's the best. You know, fasting. fasting. Not only fasting, but I think getting a high mineral diet in your system that, that is consistent. Well, that's to replenish. But right. fasting should come first always because that's going to detox everything. That's going to detox yeah. everything. Well, I mean, fasting is a part of it. Yeah. A part of it. It's not just that, you know, because just that you, you're going to deplete yourself from everything. You have to build, 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 then wash clean, build, 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 then wash clean. It's almost like the yeah. same thing that the pyramids, they were designed in a certain way where they were built because they knew they were going to be broken down because they were going to build on top right. of it. Right. So it's the same thing. Yeah. Same concept. Well, I've done it. Your body is your teokali. So your teokali has to be built up, broken down, built up, broken down. What's the breaking down part? The fasting. What's the building up part? The minerals. Right? Build it up, break it down, build it up, break it down. It's not just breaking it down. No, of course. It's like bodybuilding. You know, you, you have your months where you're 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 shredding. Mm. You're shredding and you're doing all the high cardio stuff, all the all the like ex, uh, extreme exercise. And then there's bulking season. Bulking, you're eating that extra peanut butter, protein, and then you're, you're building mass muscle, mm. right? It's the same idea. But I've done it before, and um, uh, I did it last time. I, I fasted for three months and, and intermittent fasting, and then I ended the fast of the three months with five-day fasting, complete five-day fasting. I lost 66 pounds that time, three years ago. This year, I also went up uh, about 20 pounds, so I'm doing the exact same thing. So I came back on Tuesday a week ago. I'm already down seven, eight pounds. It's definitely when when you decide to tackle your diet, which is the best way to fight any sickness. Okay, the best way to fight any sickness is to be in control of your body and how it functions and what you're ingesting, right? And then once you get that down, then you work on your mind because then your mind starts ingesting things, right? And then you work on your actual shell by running, right, and moving. And being active. Yes. So it's it's not just it's one component yes. no. of anything. No. You know, it's all together. Once you do that, then no one can tell you or should tell you how to take care of yourself, how to fight sickness, 
how to protect yourself from sickness. The only people that put their hand out to do that are people who are sitting on the couch, who are eating McDonald's every day, who are eating Burger King every day, who are eating bad foods every day, and then they go, oh, well, I feel sick. Let me go take my insurance card to the doctor and give it to them so they can heal me. And then the doctor writes a note of some prescription drugs that were coming from a pharmaceutical. I'm painting a picture for you guys. Because if that's you, then you're in trouble. But there are other people like Heron, myself, and other people who are Armando who want to go on a road of taking care of themselves. And when you take care of yourself, you become the most sovereign being on this planet, which is the state of mind that you should always be in. Don't let others go, wow, I have the ability to live here because of them. No, you have the ability to live on this planet, to live in this city, because something mysterious happened in the universe that allowed you to have life. Don't give that power away. You are a special being. Stand up for yourself. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. So that you can be the most loving person to the community outside of you. And that's what I try to be myself every day. This is not a debate. This is not... They point themselves out. I don't have to say shit about white supremacy and 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 uh, colonial rule. Right, and I remember when, when this first broke out, you were the first one to to vocally say, "Hey, look, dude, we need to change up our diets now. If you're not, yeah, immediately, immediately, <laughs> this is the time." And the it's first not week, hard. the first week, right? <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not hard because our ancestors loved us. Our ancestors were brilliant. Our ancestors were, instead of, oh, I'm going to leave this statue here to show how people I ruled. Our ancestors said, I'm going to invent this food because it's going to heal people. And that's going to be my mark on this earth. Right? They're going to put their focus on contributing to the community. We have to break colonial perspective. And we're going to break it on every single level this season. This is just the tip of the iceberg, and we went deep on this one, right? Breaking colonial perspective means to not trust everything a lying, rapist, land thief, pedophile, and I, the list goes on and on. Don't trust them. Inform yourself. Be very detailed when it comes to this decision, because even though it seems like it didn't hurt me, right? That's cool. Good for you. It didn't hurt you. It didn't hurt you, Haron. You're good. I got me sleepy. For the most part, I just got real sleepy. My arm felt like it had gotten punched. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. But I do know people that got sick. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It hits people differently. But you're young. You're fit. Yeah. You're healthy. Um, I don't know what your intake in mineral is. It's pretty good right now. Um, at the time I took it, it was pretty good. Not my best, but it, it was okay. Mm -hmm. uh, someone that I know younger than me um, is the person that got really sick. But again, it's not. I don't think it's all age. I think it's it's how you take care of yourself, how mm -hmm. how you exercise or don't exercise, and then mentally. I think mentally provides a, a strong a strong um, defense or lack of defense to the body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just common sense, though. That's not because of the vaccine or because of their sickness that they cooked up. That has nothing to do with it, you know? They, 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 there's a, 
This is a math equation, my community. The math equation is that all the power thinks that it could rule with just very little participation from the rest of the global community. The global community has power. That's where all the invention, that's where all the love, that's where all the learning comes from. Yet we trust people with money who are tied to organizations that have been ruling for the past, I don't know, 2000 years, right? That's a brilliant, whatever, organization, structure, religion, government, whatever. That blueprint, right? Right. But we come from something that we have not even opened the door to. We have not studied pre-conquest. That's a mysterious door that did not go away. It did not go away. It was genetically imprinted in you. Your brilliance comes from somewhere. And that somewhere we hadn't, we didn't dare say that we knew or controlled or took ownership of it. I remember something very specifically when I went to Colorado to, to the sweat lodge with the Lakota. Uh. They said that during COVID lockdown, uh, they, had, uh, they still had TP meetings, they still had sweat lodge, and they would say, if you're concerned about the six feet distance and if you're concerned about if people here are vaccinated or not, you don't belong here. Mm. And everyone who attended the TP meetings, none of them got sick. And people who did not attend got sick. Mm. And they believe it was the, the power of prayer, mm. the power of believing that creator got you, mm. that you got yourself, mm. that that's what they put their belief. Absolutely. Every single person that was in there, they said none of them got sick. Mm. Only the people that were concerned of it, they said, now I'll, I'll, I'll skip, you know, during this time. They, they ended up getting sick. Absolutely. Because people who are complying are stagnant. Right? There is no movement until they're told to move. Right, People who go outside of that live freely. And they go, well, even if it is there, maybe it's meant for me to be there. Yeah. My, my, my homie had the best. My homie Chilan, shout out Chilan, I love you. Uh, you're one of the coolest homies in my life. And I know we haven't had contact, but you said something very important to me. I'm going to share that with the LA Natives community. You said, don't pray for the way you want it to be. To be. Pray for the way it should be, right? Don't pray for the way you want it to be. Pray for the way it should be. And when you take that attitude, then you're going and you're going and you're making that effort, right? And that effort is pure heart because you're accepting what should be yeah. and contributing to what you want the destiny to be, right? Putting action to your thought, to your heart, that is what I'm talking about. And I think what that opened my view to and what you're saying aligns with what you're saying. Part of the walking the red road is walking in the rhythm of in harmony of the universe. Mm. Right. And just kind of like going going that way. And that's something I also learned from the Lakota. They, they're not detailed and specific in things. They'll just say those ways, this way, my way, your way, mm. because they're not detailed and specific. It's 
your way is your way without without questioning you or without being super detailed, right? Absolutely. But that's that's still within harmony and rhythm of the universe. Like for example, and when I was in Tulum, I really wanted to go to a, a, a Temascal. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, where's the Temascal? I want to go. I want to go, right? Mm-hmm. And the only one I could find out about was one that was more on the tourist side. It's part as part of the like trips to Chichen Itza and all that. But they had canceled it due to the hurricane, so I couldn't go. So I was like, damn, I'm not gonna get to go to one. Well, the first week I'm in Zacatecas, my uncle tells me he knows how I'm like, you know, walking the red road and getting into my indigenous roots. And he's like, Hey, um, que va a haber, que va a haber un, una, una ceremonia indígena. Vamos, a la mejor va a haber temazcal. And I'm like, let's go. And there was a temazcal there. Mm. So the universe knew where I belonged. It actually gave it to me in my own direct motherland where Absolutely. I was born. And then it happened to be Lakota style, actually. And then I learned that the Lakota had traveled all through Mexico to teach them the Lakota sweat lodge mm. so that they can be in union, mm. so that the natives from Mexico and the natives from the U.S. can see each other as brother and sister. Wow. Wow, and it happened and it worked because the the sweat lodges of the early 1960s and yeah. 70s were really what revitalized the indigenous movement, right? And it led to us trying those things that were very very foreign and they're not easy to do, and I I don't recommend them until you're ready, you know, and and you'll know when that is though because it'll be in your path. It'll be in your path, yeah. Like I didn't even plan for that and it happened. Right. And um, right next to the one that was, uh, this one was open for, for both genders, but next to us was women's only, and they were having a machica style Temazcal, mm. not Lakota, mm. because there was a woman that was machica. Mm. So there you have Lakota and machica having two sweat lodges, Temazcal is right next to each other. Right. Powerful, I'm like, damn, this is stupid. In my homeland, where I thought people were colonial as hell, because Jerez, I don't know if you know about Pueblos Magicos. Not really. Pueblos Magicos in Mexico is like a tourist thing, like, oh, come to Pueblos Magicos. It means that they have kept the colonial structures. It's mm. it's a thing to like attract tourism and uh, you know mm. take nice photos. So in one way it, it has a lot of pride in Mexico, but in another way it's giving you the colonial look, right? Mm. So Jerez is very conservative in that way. It's a pueblo mágico. Most th- downtown is a colonial structure. So I thought, man, which is no longer there. The right. the colonial power, no, but the right. structures are there. That's my point. The I'm glad you're bringing up this yeah. point. I'm Not glad the power. I'm glad you're bringing yeah. this up because at one point during their invasion or occupation or land thieving of indigenous things, they built these new buildings. Yes. These colonial structures. Yes. That must have felt like it was going to last forever. Yeah. They're, they're falling apart, by the way. To indigenous people, they would be like, this is going to last forever. What is this new thing? Yeah. This new way. It's gonna last forever, and it doesn't. No, they're falling apart. Right. Actually, their power goes. No, even the even the buildings, even the structures are falling apart. That's what I'm trying to point out is that I could imagine being somebody of indigenous descent looking up at these buildings when they're brand new in past lives, you know, and going, "Damn, this is gonna last forever," and then being in this state now where you're like, "Whoa, it's all ending." Yeah, it is. Because deteriorating. I'm gonna tell you how we do that. And I'm not crazy and I'm not delusional. Your mother and your grandmother had to give blood to the fetus, right? And that blood carries a message. That message has to stay strong. And when you concentrate power on very few people, they do extreme things to try to keep that power. 
And those extreme things could be dangerous to large populations. That's all I'm saying. Because they're not taking the time. And they're not doing it from the heart. If they were doing this vaccine or medicinal anything from the heart medicine. Then I dare to say I'd be probably the first one in line. Because it's coming from the heart medicine. But this is not coming from heart medicine. I tell you right now, it's not coming from heart medicine because they're shaming you. They're making you feel bad. They're dividing your family. And they're making you feel ignorant about something that no one knows. And, you know, we have a lot of viewers uh, tuning in right now. The The chat room is lit. It's lit right now. Right. Head on. Yeah. Um, and this is a message to all you people that are not vaxxed. And you know what I'm saying? And yeah. also, I see it in the chat. We're not, and I don't think you at any point stated that this is not about your argument. Uh, it's not about vaccination or not. It's about controlling yes. your body or not. Yes. It's about sovereignty over your, your decision. Yes. Right? So, because yes. uh, I think some people have it confused. You're not saying that you're not even telling people don't vaccinate. You're no. saying that's your I've, belief. That's, your, yeah. your belief. You have every right to. We, Right here, we're presenting two different, um, obviously, two different results of it. I have the car proving that I did vaccinate. Uh -huh. Not because I really wanted to, but I did it anyways. And, and I'm the person that's not afraid yeah. that you got vaccinated because you could probably be spreading COVID to myself. So now, look, this is how sloppy it is. Yeah. Head on. If that car disappears or rips up or deteriorates, do you know the process on how to get a replacement? They told me they do not replace this. So or they said eventually... It will go to some digital platform eventually. But they told me this will not get replaced. If I lose it, I lose it. How sloppy is that? It's real sloppy. They're doing it on purpose, though. But what, it, it's what, not. It's not. Don't think that they're, they're. So best believe just take a picture of that. <laughs> just it think, won't count. think of it, it as count. a bigger hunk of cheese on a rat trap. Right. <laughs> just think of it as that. Because, I mean, they don't do things sloppily to. They trip over their own feet is what I'm trying to say. Is they don't have the infrastructures put together. They're delusional about power. And they felt like when we announced this, everyone's just going to line up to do it. And then when they didn't, because there had been a lot of people working. Anti-vaccine. It's not this vaccine that I'm anti-vaccine. I've been anti-vax from fucking a long time ago. Yeah. Since you started getting the truth about autism and all kinds of other shit that happened with uh, with well, vaccines. Sterilize, sterilization was the biggest one, right? Or even the Tuskegees and all the all that bullshit. Yeah, that's when we started becoming anti-vax. I mean, in that, that's but, how we. It's not because of COVID and yeah. all the weird fucking all of a sudden fucking free pass to give you an mRNA, which is a messenger to what? What is it giving the message? What message is it giving? For me, it was two things. Back in 2012, I was with the first time. I worked for Kaiser, and uh, they were kind of like pushing the, the flu shot. And I had never gotten it. And I was like, well, they're providing it, so I guess I'll try it. That year, I got the sickest. Like, I got really sick. So I said, I'm never doing it again. Mm. So the next year, I said, I'm not doing it. And they're like, you have to. I'm like, no, I don't think so. And I'm like, what's my other option? I know there's got to be options. And they said, okay, well, uh, let's see who else says no. And then it was like me and two other guys. And then um, they were like, all right, you guys are going to have to watch an eight-hour video and then wear a mask every day to work. And we're like, all right. 
They and they just gave up. <laughs> they never made us wear the mask. They never <laughs> made us watch the video. But they were just trying to push it on us. Yeah. So then the year after that, I already knew their get down, right? right. So I said, um, what do I have to do to prove that I got the, I, I got the flu shot? And they're like, well, either you get it with us or provide information who you went, right? Uh -huh. So I said, oh, I already got it then. Like, who, who did you get it? Uh, I went to Walgreens. Well, where's your receipt? Oh, you didn't, you didn't tell me that. I just, you said, give us information <laughs> of who. I, I'm telling you, Walgreens. And then they're like, okay, well, next time you got to keep that receipt. But so that was the thing that I got really sick that year. The, the year I did get the flu shot, so I never did it again. Mm. I had never gotten sick from flu, never mm. in mm. my life. Mm. And then secondly, when I did the homework on the sterilization of, of us natives and Africans, how they literally were preventing us from continuing our genes. Mm. That's when I was like, nah, I'm, right. I'm anti-vax. Right. Well... Like I said, it's not, I didn't just all of a sudden become anti-vax. I've been anti-vax for a long time. Um, this is a movement that has been going on since they passed the law that you had to be vaccinated to go to school, right? So we've been fighting the exemptions of religious exemptions or whatever exemptions that we needed to fight because we just felt like, you know, me and my partner felt like we... We can take care of our children and even if we couldn't even if something bad happened and i would never wish that upon anybody not even myself but i don't control the methods of the universe and just like the tp meetings and the sweat lodge meetings i i do i do believe in prayer but prayer that comes together with health with meditation with taking care of your body with creating the electrical impulse that lives inside of you and connecting that as hard as, as, as strong as you can. And that is, you know, through science, through science and the unknowing, I call it, which is really common sense and the unknowing, right? That's the way we studied nature and looking at it in a scientific way. <coughs> but knowing that it was so vast that we would never know it and conceptualize it in one lifetime, in one being, right? But you felt proud of the experience and the, and that's why the Mexica poets were so prolific and so loved. You know, they put a lot of thought into their poetry because of their admiration of nature, right? And every aspect of it. The death, the life, the beginning, the middle, the end, right? Speaking of po poetic, um, if you look at the structures of all, not just the Machica, but uh, like the Maya, where I was at looking at the structures, or the Chichimeca and Zacatecas, if you look at their structures, that is being poetic of how they built their structures. Mm. The, the the scenery where they had these, these structures are beautiful, mm. are beautiful, like... You're, it's not just looking at the structure, it's looking at where they decided to put the structure mm -hmm. and how they decided to align the structure. Like in uh, Alta Vista, Chaltihuites, it has a perfect pasillo aligning to the, receiving the sun March 21st. Mm -hmm. has another one receiving uh, the sun on September 22nd mm -hmm. and then another one for December 21st. Every year, perfectly aligned. That's beautiful. Like, how did, how did they know? Well, it's March 21st. There's March 21st, September 22, and December 21st. And then there's no, so four those, of them. For, for that they site, only, only has three. those three. Ah, interesting. Yeah, they only do those three. And then in, um, in, in Teul, where, by the way, the colonizers that colonized Mexico were planning to put Guadalajara there, 
but the, the Chichimeca were like, nah, mm-hmm. nah, homie. So they kept burning it every night. Mm-hmm. So then they had to push it down to Jalisco. And Teul, right there, they also receive um, the sun on March 21st. But the, they chose this hill that's so beautiful and it's just like, has the best outlook. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's something special there. Like you feel the energy. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's the remnants of ancient cultures that come from, we don't know the origin of it. Right. The medicines and, and the wisdoms that our ancestors or our lineage is not passed on through documentations or degrees or um, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. They're passed on through the blood, through the oral tradition, through love, through connection, through the openness, through the humility of indigenous perspectives. That's how you get profound connections with what is outside of you, which is the universal power. They were all. so connected. And, and Tulum, where the, they call it the Castillo now, and Tulum, um, where the squared uh, Castillo is. El Castillo, the main Castillo. pyramid. The yeah. main period. So pyramid. that one pyramid. is pyramid. perfectly aligned mm. towards the ocean. Mm. And the only opening where close to the waves, where it has an opening of there's no coral there. And the waves are not strong there. So that's the only way a ship can arrive from outside. Mm. So they, they lined it up perfectly, A, to announce to their people where to come in, mm. but also, two, to keep a lookout for enemies because they knew that the ocean had their back everywhere else. Mm. It would not allow ships to come in mm. because the waves are too strong. It, mm. would, it would bounce them back. Mm. So there's only one, like kind of like a driveway mm. through the ocean, through the waters, right? Mm-hmm. And they aligned that Castillo perfectly to be on the wow. lookout, like a tower. Pretty cool. How, how do you know that? <laughs> you well, know, that's crazy. You know, we had different perspectives than, you know, ruling by force, rape. <laughs> There's different ways to get, you know, wisdom out of you, right? Like, think about, like, Harvard and all the hazing of all the CEOs that happen in their fraternities and all that. It's torture, yeah. right? And even when they get to higher levels of business, they still go through some secret ritualistic torture. It's never stopped being torture, and we think like, oh, it's gone. It's it, No, it's just hidden. It's done better. You know, it's not yeah. out in the open. It's not because people will, hey, I'm not with that. Right. I'm not with that kind of lifestyle or perspective. I'm, I want to be connected profoundly with the universe and, and I'll never know what God is. Right. Because yeah. God is an experience, I think. You know, it's, it is it's, an experience. It's, it's a massive, massive concept that. That I think when people claim to know or have it, you know they don't have it. Because the true essence of love, I believe, is the creator, right? Falling in love, having a heartbreak, that's a part of love. Oh, of course. Uh, there's you know. a famous, I, can't, I don't know the writer, but there's this very good page written on that that says, you cannot know love without knowing betrayal. Yeah, without knowing the heartache of it. And yeah. then you then you get more admiration for it. You you build up to not wanting to let it go. What is your contribution to keeping this beautiful thing alive? Right. Sometimes it's equal. Sometimes it's even Steven. Sometimes it isn't. You know, depending on your spirit and how much you want to affect the next seven generations, because that's the frame of mind. And I think that's so. Talking about balance, right? The universe has balance. Uh, Omateo, um, some would digest it better as yin and yang, right? I'm not sure it has balance, though. 
it has motion. Within that motion, I think it does have balance. Like we have daytime and we have night nighttime, right? Uh huh. And I think the balance in us. But it's not equal amounts of day and equal amounts of night. It has motion. Motion means that it has these polar opposites. Yes. But they're spinning, so it's in motion. If it was stagnetic and not moving, then it would have oh, a right. balance. No. So balance doesn't need the absence of motion or the absence of being still. Mm. Balance is balance. Mm. You could have balance in something that is completely still, and then you could still have balance in something with motion. Mm. You see? So I just feel like the, 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 I think those were meant to put in motion, right? Not look at like, like we see alienators, but if you see a spiral, it's right. moving in a spiral situation because... They want you to look at it in the motion, right? Look at it in motion, not as a a picture. Right. right. But to digest it, to concept it, sometimes stillness is good. Like mm-hmm. for instance, how do you live how do you live life the best? Well, if you live in the now. Mm-hmm. If you remain still, if you if you become the witness and the audience to the movement of life itself. If you capture yourself in that moment, you are still mentally, spiritually, you are still. Mm-hmm. But life is still going, right? right? So it's that is, that itself is balance. Uh-huh. So when what I say balance, we lost that connection of understanding life that way. Mm-hmm. We lost the idea of an understanding of Ometeo or even Chinali, and we lost that in our relationships because in a relationship there should be balance. There should be day and night, mm-hmm. right? You should be able to reciprocate the love that. Your partner's giving you. If you don't reciprocate that, then that's gonna that's gonna fall apart because there's no balance. And and it's not about fifty fifty because fifty fifty is halfway. You don't meet. You don't do halfway. You do a one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So it's not like half time day and then half time night. No, it's full day, full night. Mm-hmm. And we well, lost the understanding of that. Well, I mean, because we believed a colonial perspective. Right. We believe that that was the way we should do things in terms of marrying, never divorcing and all that stupid shit, you know, like forcing someone to be with the bad person. The contracts. Right. Although although natives did uh, practice monogamy, uh-huh. like I learned that my my people, Zacatecos, uh-huh. they were for the most part monogamous. Absolutely. So well, that I, was, I but see, that. that was a different connection, though. They're like you're like it's kind of like in the nature when. You know, penguins mate for life, yeah. right? Because they create this connection and they create lineage and they're doing things for the next seven yes. generations. It's the contract that's colonial. Yeah. The contract in the well, marriage. Well, everything, everything that comes written down on a paper is colonial. Because they brought it here. Yeah. They brought that here. The concept even Even when, when they were doing the Manifest Destiny and they got those um, uh, Native Americans to what? Just put your hand to the paper and you signed it because that's the contract. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the same, you know, issue that. Or even identifying as X. That the Vatican, which, you know, now the, Vatican, the Vatican brought all this paperwork, you know, and now it still gives you paperwork. Okay? You have a yeah. birth certificate, you have a death yeah. certificate, you have taxes, yeah. you have all this paperwork still. Right. Before yeah. that, there was no paperwork. You had your. Sovereign intention, and people respected you by how healthy you were, how strong, or what you could build, or what knowledge you brought. At least that's a very loose and general 
I'm not specific when it comes to the past because it's gone. Right. But what I'm saying is the memory still lives inside my blood, you know, and that is a very powerful memory that all of us can awaken, you know, that come from that lineage. Yes. And there's, and there is, and you're a prime example because you're very young into this. Right. Super prime example, guys. Yeah. Um, zero Velvu, Heron Carrillo. Great conversation, great comeback, right? Yeah. Um, I love the fact that our fans, our viewers are dialed in. Our comment section is off the charts, guys. If you guys have any questions, please feel free to add it into the YouTube. Most importantly, guys, we're going to be transitioning away from Twitch going full-fledged on YouTube. It's about time, you know. We're almost at about six, seven hundred subscribers. Let's get to 500. I want to remind everybody, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you share the video. And most importantly, if you're not subscribed, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, and if you want to take a further step, go to our website, lanativespodcast.com, and subscribe there so you guys could get our newsletters, our uh, our our notifications of new products and stuff like that um that being said you know me and zero we were talking about you know spicing up the set right zero yeah absolutely and um, and, and it's going to come creative you know we're going to be creative about using that specific absolutely tool there's no point i, I don't want to spill the beans we're just gonna surprise yeah our audience absolutely That'd and the new dope. set's coming real soon nice. it's gonna be dope nice Nice. And, that, and, you know, it's been a while since we were able to get on and, and see people's opinions. And, and we really appreciate you taking the time and, you know, you typing away. And I wish we can get it to every question and every answer. But, you know, this is just a very honest opinion coming from a sovereign native who really decolonized himself as best as he could. You know, and decolonized does not mean, oh, you know, you still drive a car or oh, you still have a cell phone. No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that. It means that my intention is always focused on the next seven generations. So how I interact with women, elders, children, community, and the earth itself should say enough. You know, we have to take that type of uh, approach on the next hundred years, you know? I think also part of decolonizing is do what I did. Go to your hometown. Mm. Go find out what indigenous lineage do you have there. That's a good... Go, that, go do I, the research. Everyone should make a pilgrimage to Mexico if you're of Mexican descent and visit those places of your hometown or if you can't. And some, some people don't even know that. Some people don't even know, like... Do you know your mom's hometown in Mexico? Rosario, Argentina. Yeah, there you go. And your dad's? Michoacán, Mexico, but you don't know el, the town. Yes, you do in know el the pueblo town. La Ruana. Oh, there you go. See, he's lucky enough yeah. to know that. So now you have that information. You can actually. And visit. I could tell you right now, in el pueblo La Ruana, no one, people could care less about COVID over there, bro. Yeah, they're not. They have. I can't say too much about it, but uh, people where I'm from, they're worried about the cartels. And that's real business. Yeah, they got they absolutely got, the cartel runs that little bubble bite. By the way, yeah, yeah they got yeah. put out of their homes. Yeah, 
cuatro ranchos where I'm from got put out of their homes. Wow. They're all scattered around Mexico and the U.S. now. They can't go back home. And some of them had really nice houses that they had, you know, the, the family members from the U.S. had invested big, big bucks to build nice houses, nice houses, and now they're gone. Mm. Uh, trucks were gone. Yeah. That's the, what they're worried about. The, 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 this world has always been challenging. This, this, the fact that you were born in a hospital or you, that has nothing to do with the challenges that you face as you grow old. There's always predators. There's always people willing to take advantage of you. It's how sovereign, how connected are you to your family, to yourself, and to the earth you stand on. There's no, there's no rules to this life. They may think, they, they may introduce books that, that supposedly have answers or guides, but... I just know that the ancestors of long ago used to put you on a mountain for four days and let you find that answer yourself or put you in a sweat lodge and cut the lights and let the rocks talk to you. The abuelitas. The abuelitas and abuelitos, the grandfathers and the grandmothers. You know, we put our trust in our grandparents. The, the rocks in Mexico, they call them abuelitas when yeah. they're in the, in the, in the lodge, yeah. I know that's what that's what uncle calls them when we go into the lodge too is the grandfathers you know because it's the bones of their grandfathers right if it sunk all the way down into the magma and came back out as these rocks you know we use lava rocks so um those are the bones of our ancestors at least that's what my uncle told me in the sweat lodge so we have a lot of growing to do and it's going to be fun we have a lot of plans at Malenali, 45, 28 Whittier Boulevard. Oh, great spot, by the way. Thank um, you. Great spot. I, I love the I love the vibes. I love that I walk in there and I'm like, yo, we needed this. We needed something to represent our indigenous identity. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know what? I'll, I'm going to stop by in the next few days or we're going to have a great little, uh, you know, video walkthrough for all of our fans and followers yeah. that, that tune in. Well, I want to make sure everyone that's tuning in, if you're from out of state, out of city, make sure when you guys come in to Los Angeles, visit Maranali Superfoods. It's such an amazing new concept. Yeah. Right, Zero? Oh, yeah, using your your lineage, your lineage's wisdom to sustain your daily life is not criminal. It's not anything but positive. When your abuelos took thousands and thousands of years to engineer these foods and to guide you to know what foods to eat right. in abundance. Think about their, their concept of food is in abundance. Algae is abundant. Seeds are abundant. Roots are abundant. So their mentality had to be abundant. You know, that's why they were able to conceptualize not only the moon or the sun, but the Pleiades, Orion. The world tree. Even their perception of day-to-day, -day, like um, uh, when I was in Tulum, I heard that the Maya, the Maya, um, they don't look at each day like, oh, this is a new day. They look at it like, today you were born again. Mm. Every, day you're, every day you wake up, you're born again. Mm. Like you, this, this is your rebirth because are you going to be the same as you were in your yesterday, your last life? Mm. Or are you going to be, you're going to give it your best today? Are you going to do something different? Are you going to... Because each day it we're sounds, given that opportunity of life. And I've said this before on the podcast where it's like 
Maya concepts of time and Mexica or Aztec concept of time are not the same as colonial concepts of time, right? I believe that days were like seconds in their in their view, right? And years were like minutes or hours, right? Because they didn't weren't locked into a clock, into a calendar, to taxes, to you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the, they were different. And it sounds exactly like what yeah. you're telling me right now, where you're waking up and now you're in a new reality. Yep. You're going to sleep and you're in a new reality. Yep. You're in a, and that's not in an hour. That happens in seconds. Yeah. So once we get a good grasp of how to conceptualize time, right, in the view of our ancestors and the way they tried to conceptualize time, then... I think we'll grow past colonial perspective and that'll be another step we take on breaking colonial perspective. And I don't think it's going to take, it's not going to be overnight, fellas. I don't know if my lifetime will see a whole people or a whole mass of people breaking colonial you perspective. You know what? We had a whole season. Yeah, you're right. Right? Yeah. Zero. We and it's, we're just chipping away. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we're putting in good intentions and we're not trying to make people feel bad. We're calling out the truth with um force because we are warriors of truth and we are warriors who defend the what's right in in terms of um protecting mother earth protecting the water not distorting the power of fire and 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 not polluting the air that we live in that's a very general sense and when you go deeper and deeper into each of those concepts that i just described then you'll understand what i mean because I'm just giving you a little general kind of pointing a finger that way, right? Yep. You got to follow the road. You got to look deep into it. Man, very, very deep. And, and Zero, and you're right. We we got a lot of plans in play for LA Natives, Las Aslan Natives podcast. Let me ask you some head on. How'd you like the events that we put together in the last, you know, few oh, months? You know, yeah. when it came to, you know, LA Natives backing up, you know, that. The gathering, the uh, mm -hmm. the Custer's last stand. I think that was like we made history that day, that right? Dope. For LA, that was dope. That was, that was dope, um, especially uh, that I was part of it. Um, you know, it was it was dope to see community come together and and find identity. Right. I think identities, it's one of the most important journeys of our lives. And and, and how did you feel about you know the scene being at a dope venue, like you know with the lights and people just having a good time, networking, you know, because usually. You know, events similar to that or part of the same genre are usually outdoors, more more of a different concept. I think COVID is the only thing that fucked it up. Right. <laughs> That's it. COVID, you know, it played a part in, and you know, bringing uh, some kind of scare tactic to some people that they didn't want to attend, and that messed Absolutely. it up. But the ones that were there are the ones that are the fearless, yeah, the yeah. ones that are like, we're going to connect no matter what. And then we had the Superman event. I think that was legendary, right, Zero? That was dope. That was fire, man. Was and we really, I, I mean, it wasn't like a mass, but we introduced LA to a very talented, funny, entertaining, who who should sell out every show he comes from. From now on, Superman should be sold out. He oh, knows bro. how to entertain. He yeah. knows how to entertain. It was fun. Yeah, the, the solutions there, you know, make it all ages. 
and make sure it's on a weekend. We pulled that off on a Thursday and we had over yeah. 175 people there. That, and that's you know pretty big accomplishment. Keep in mind, remember at first the, time at the Custer's Last Stand, we had 273. Yeah, that's zero. the community. That, that was our first show. And and, and, and talking the about the shows, you know, we we are organizing um, some major events, guys. You know, um, a, 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 like a little mini festival coming January 28th, right? Mm-hmm. Zero. So. Um, as soon as we announce it, we're going to talk about it. I don't want to spill the beans yet, you know, because it's, it's a great idea. And, and we got the Conejo shows. Too. Yeah, we have the Conejo show. Uh, Zero is going to be performing and hosting the event, yeah. you know. Uh, Zero, you know, it, it's definitely going to be a great night to expose you to a, to a large audience like that, especially, you know, at this Conejo event. It's the third annual Nightmare Before Christmas. And, and it's such an honor to have you participate and, 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 and host this event, bro. It's just like, I want to make sure everyone knows who you are, man. And, yeah. and, and, and as you know, with Underground Hip Hop Blog, you've been a big supporter since day one and we're huge fans of your work and your catalog and the hip hop game. And, and why not put yourself out there and, and, and spread the love and, 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 and message, right? Absolutely, man. I, I would love to stand in front of my people and be able to introduce talented artists and, you know, in whatever capacity, because don't get it twisted, man. I'm not here. I'm not here to try to convert people into being indigenous or convert people into being the, into their own awareness. You should have your own awareness fucking switch inside of you. You know, I'm right. honored. I'm honored that the people that come and they listen to me talk. I'm honored when someone comes and listens to play to hear my music. I'm honored. This is it's the deepest gratitude that comes from my heart. I hope you feel it. That's why I write music. You know? And this podcast is the same way. It's now it's like I get to write a song every Wednesday and, and Sunday and give my opinion and give my um really, really honest and pure intention. When I do this podcast, I'm not here to debate anybody. This is not a debate. Like, I'm glad Heron put, pointed it out. I'm not trying to say, you know, oh, you're, you got a vaccine, you're an asshole or whatever, or you're whatever, you know, whatever the thing is. Yeah. Like, and, and, I'm, and you didn't give me, you didn't press me on why I ain't vaccinated. You know what I mean? And I, I just live life without rules that are imposed by people who have been hurtful since they got here i i don't bow down to bullies i'm at my try my best not to i don't i just don't i'd rather fucking die than bow down to a bully you know i'd rather do that than you're gonna tell me that you know my my new diet my new exercise regimen my um and they love to they love to um to flex on you like one thing i learned so I have a record, right? I have, mm. There's a felony record. I'm not a citizen. I'm a I'm a permanent resident. So when I this is my first time I fly into LA. I usually fly to Tijuana and then I cross over, right? Mm. My first time flying to LAX, so I, it was a new experience to me. So they tell me um, you got to go through immigration. One of the first things I learned is that there's a big sign that says "Welcome to the United States." And I'm like, it doesn't say "Welcome to America" because we've been in America the whole time, right? So. People who, first of all, have this idea that this is America, you should speak English. You don't travel. You must not travel because that just says welcome to U.S., not America. Mm. Secondly, they were like, oh, um, once they saw my green card, they were like, oh, you gonna, you ever been arrested? I'm like, yeah, this, this, and this. Oh, okay, you got to go get processed. I'm like, why? Uh, we got to make sure you haven't killed anybody. 
I'm like, well, wouldn't you know? <laughs> wouldn't I be locked up? Like, yeah, but you got fingerprints. We got we to gotta do a, a deeper search. Mm. So I said, do I have to do this every time I fly into LAX? They're like, yeah. I'm like, well, how can I avoid this? So it's not convenient to me. They said, well, become a, become a citizen. That's it. Mm. That's the only way out of this. Mm. So because I'm a permanent resident and I have a, a record, they, they wasted 45 minutes of my time just to put me in a, in a place where they're like, flexing on people coming to the U.S. with visas, right, mm. who lied about the last time they came, they said, I'll be here for two weeks and then stayed for four weeks. Mm. And they're pressing them hard. Mm. And I'm, like, witnessing how hard these colonizers are fle- are just flexing power on people. Then mm. after, they didn't even interview me, nothing. After 45 minutes, they're like, Don Carrillo? I'm like, yeah, you're good to go. Have a nice day. Yeah, just, just waste your time. Waste that's time. crazy, right, Zero? Yeah. Well, that's how they treat you, and that's the kind of, like, a... Their, their little mind fuck that they put on people. It's kind of like when cops put you inside of their car when you know that mm-hmm. you haven't done anything. I, I used to experience mm-hmm. that when I was a kid in the early 90s in East Los Angeles. It's like, you know, cuffs being put on you and you're sitting on a curb and you, what did you do? Cross the street wrong, a jaywalk. And, and then they just let you go. Like, oh, wow, the relief of being let go. But no, you were a captive six, you know, five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. You were really, you had your hands behind your back and you were sometimes they set you in the car sometimes they just fuck around and just you know and you're in in your mind you're going fuck i'm going to jail i've never been to jail or whatever and the only reason i have those felonies is because i didn't know their colonial laws if i would have known what i know now and just shut the fuck up nothing on my record would have been right here but because i didn't know i was young i was 18 i was scared and i was seduced by a a very good looking white uh, detective and made me believe she was on my side I self-incriminated myself, not knowing. Well, I mean, they... they well, you know, that's that's a good learning experience, right? <laughs> yeah, just to shut the fuck up. Shut bro. the fuck up. Well, <laughs> that's the best advice I ever give. I mean, the power of your voice, you know, yeah. and or your agreement to whatever is happening, yeah. you know. And I guess if you, if you walk in beauty, like the Lakota said, I've never heard of anybody getting mistreated when you walk in beauty, you know? But in order to walk in beauty, you have to be connected. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you have um, to be I, this is Life is, is your yeah. own experience. I'm not talking about, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm... But col- that, the first thing that the Four Agreements t- teaches you is that you're only talking about yourself. Yes. Even when you're talking to other people, you're only talking about yourself. Colonization has disconnected most of us. Even at one point, you were disconnected, right? Oh, yeah. I was disconnected. At, at times, I feel myself disconnected sometimes, too. Oh, of course. Even while my consciousness is awoken or whatever, I, I, I find myself in a situation. But not hard because the decolonizing process and walking in the Toltec wisdom and, and understanding and being humble to my ancestors' gifts that they put inside my blood. You know? Yeah, like you said, everything's in motion. So yeah. there's going to be times of static. There's going to be times of self-doubt. Mm-hmm. There's going to be times of self-hate, you know? Or, yeah. But again, we have to remember to come back. Come back to ourselves. Come back to that self-love. Yeah. Come back to that ancestral knowledge. And and the more you're in tune with your body, like right now I have a really good regiment. You know, I, I'm, I'm responsible for my regiment that I take every day that I consider my nutrition 
right? That's like primal. That's a primal thing. The whole family loved the drinks, by the way. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm able to provide quality drinks that don't hurt you. Yeah. You know, I don't need to make money off of hurting people. I need to make. Uh, I need to organize a place where I get to live my life. And the community gets to gather. And that's all I want out of Malinali. That's all I want out of Valley Natives. That's all I we want out of community is contribute. Um, spread your voice. Spread your love. Don't let colonial um, dictators rule the very essence of who you are. And that's your heart medicine. You know, come at life with heart medicine. I think if we walk in beauty and come at life with heart medicine, that we'll put a dent in whatever their plans are because they can't rule that. They'll never rule that. You know? Um, wow. Such an explosive episode. Thank you, Heron, for coming by and, and being part being part of this uh intro to season two yeah, thank you guys thank we're you changing it me. up right zero we're going to change up the set we're going to be rolling out some events some pop-up events um in order to win some free tickets to these shows make sure you guys subscribe to the website lnaspodcast.com um also um and and we're here to grow our audience right zero so for everyone tuning in that's already a devoted viewer or listener make sure you guys share this youtube link um subscribe comment let friends and family members know share it on social media make sure you guys follow us on instagram that's a good way in 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 staying up to date with everything um wow zero thank you again we are back at it every sundays every wednesdays the format on the interviews are going to be different as well. Sometimes we're going to just have surprise guests. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, we, we've kind of learned our audience, but we want to grow it. Well, we want to have, I mean, just like any other multimedia attempt, you, you, you go with what works and topical, you know, a topical show, show that, that revolves around topics, current topics, old topics, whatever it is, that's what we're going to run with. And then, Within that, we have artists that have strong opinions about those topics, and that's when they'll come in and chime in. You know, we want to put uh, a, the word out for any video editor that wants to do any kind of video artwork to submit some stuff to LA Natives podcast so that we can see your talent. And maybe you can help us out with the backup visuals that we have. You know, Absolutely. we're reaching out to the community. I know there's a lot of talented artists out there, and we want to make a very big impact and, contrib uh, and contribution because we can't just sit on our hands anymore. Also, we're looking for dope DJs. Yeah. Right, Zero? Dope you're, DJ. you're always reiterating, like, you know, indigenous DJs, yeah. cats that are, like, part of the culture and stuff. Because with these events, man, we got a lot coming, you know? And these events are cracking, man. Yeah. And well, we want to make a statement with the art movements that we create here. That's all we do is just contribute to what we think is not fair. You know, and... You know, just just research residential schools, <laughs> just research, you know, uh, uh, reservations or concentration camps, uh, research how Hitler studied the U.S. 
on how to deal with the Jews in, in Germany. You know, it's not like we're this society that has been so beautiful and so gentle and so fair. Look at our constitution. Look at how fair. We have to be aware and awoken to what has been put, the wool that has been pulled over our eyes. It's our time. It's our <clears throat> time to take responsibility for our own selves. And that's what our ancestors taught us. That's what the long walk from Utah to Mexico taught us. To be sovereign, you had to carry your own bag and keep walking. New hours, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yep. Right? Yeah, because I closed the shop at 7. And I, so I like these hours, hours, though. I like, I like these Actually, hours you know better. what? These actually these yeah. hours work better for us because yeah. we've had it, had this much engagement before. Okay. And remember, I've always kind of told you, Zero, hey, man, it just seems like every time we tune off, we get the most hits. Yeah. So I think this works yeah, out very well for all of us and all, all of our schedules time. because on top of Zero running a very successful um, superfood store, Mountain Lion Superfoods. Make sure you guys visit it. Um, I was very busy promoting hell of events, right, Zero? It yeah. was just, like, overwhelming, bro. Dude, like, you, you have to have a thick tomorrow, skin. Right? Yeah. Oh, tomorrow, yeah, we're having vegan pizza. So if anybody wants to try vegan pizza, this guy's a gourmet chef, man. This brother. Oh, only, man. It's going to be fire. And then I'm definitely going to pull Tuesday, up tomorrow. Tuesday, we had the, the, the vegan tacos, Taco Sin Karma. Oh, fire. Is, Shout out to them, fire and, and talk about their food first. Oh, it was fire. It was it, I um I got the half nachos and half tacos just to kind of try it out, and I went back for tacos. I was like, these tacos are fire. There you go, <laughs> vegan yeah. tacos. Vegan yeah. tacos. Remember they, the burrito I like took? Yeah. Remember, remember the burrito I took to the, yeah. the filming of our of our thing? That they were they come to the shop every Tuesday. So oh man, yeah. it's gonna be on. The community has to grow. Come show up. You know, talk to people. I met yeah. some very cool podcast listeners since I've opened up the shop. Chris, shout out to Chris if you're out there. Um, uh, yeah, you. Uh, we got a vegan torta waiting for you. You know. <laughs> yeah, uh, my my. I recommend the Wayawa drink. Man, I love that Wayawa drink. Thanks, thanks. Like you know, it. we try to put all you know fruit. It's, it's sweetened with agave. It's all natural. But most of all, it's a place. It's home. It's our little seed. It's our little yeah. chinachli. You know where we're gonna water. We're going to take care of and um, we're going to have events there. And here's here's what I want to announce in the next state. Stay tuned to LA Natives um, social media and my social media, because I'm going to announce my workshops that I'm going to just implement. Absolutely. um, Immediately. immediately. As soon as possible, guys. We're going to have the first workshop is going to be. Understanding perspective. What does that mean? How, How can that. How do I apply perspective to my choices in life? And so we're going to start there. We got to create an Eventbrite um, ticket link. Absolutely. And that's the only way you're going to get in because it's going to be at the, the Malinalikali after hours. Absolutely. So um, stay tuned. We need tuned. the emails. We need the RSVPs. That's going to really help with the marketing and remarketing of Malinali Superfoods, Elanina's podcast, Zero Velvu, his, you know, your music, your merchandise. LA Natives merchandise, it, it, it's all intertwined. Absolutely. It's one It's one community. And also, I'm going to release Global Pandemic. Yes. So th- that song is done. I just haven't had time to, to do the finishing touches, but Global Pandemic will be we, released. We need in to the shoot a few weeks. more clips for the video, right? Yeah. Two more clips That's and it. we're I done. I got you. And, and I think uh, we're going to release Global Pandemic, Mask Required, and... That's going to be the contribution that I give to my community, you know, 
I'll upload that to Spotify. We'll put that on YouTube ASAP. As soon as I get the master, we're going to put it on YouTube. And then Spotify takes a few weeks to upload and do their thing about it. But I'm also going to upload my mixtape to Spotify. So there's some musical stuff that I'm going to finally have time to do. And and uh, No more unreleased. It's all going to be released. Right? It's all going to be released. It's going to put it on Spotify because I want to use um, my algorithm. I want my algorithm to get stronger. And, um, and also leave the imprint, the digital imprint that my art does leave with my poetry and, right and hard on, work. Dude, his music is fire, it's right? Dope. It's fire, yeah. That, that, that mixtape he has hidden? Yeah. No, Absolutely. for sure. I, I recommend it to people every time I'm in the car, I bump it and people people rock with it. Well, thanks, bro. Yeah. I appreciate the, the love. But, you know, I, I, my art is very specific and it's very abstract. I kind of release it with my eyes closed, you know, and... And know that I worked hard to convey a certain connection that I have with my own self, right? All these lyrics, all this intention that comes from my heart is my blood resonating what it feels about the current time, the time that we're in here, the now, the here and now. It's time for us to become that strong community once again. Um, I know they're asking you to stay six feet apart, but I'm asking your heart to be um, connected. Connect with your brother. Connect with your sister. Not your bi- not only your biological family, but the extended communal family because we all need to support each other. That's the only way we overturn or make a statement to colonial um, narcissists. You know, those who feel like they own the land are narcissists. They're um, horribly mistaken and disconnected to true reality. That includes the Dodgers displacing the three families. Absolutely. And the Chavez Ravine and the homies that, that, yeah. that ran on the field and and did their Shout thing. Shout out to Eden. Yeah. Shout out to Eden. Jag. Jag. Jag and... Uh, much love pride. thank you for News thank you for making LA that Times. statement you know? yeah man that was a good statement it, and it's definitely gonna be talked about yeah. on la natives yes and, and we're, we're actually going to be talking about that uh this sunday guys 8 p.m those are the new hours it was a great episode right zero absolutely um, man. i missed being on man like i don't want it to end but it's natural you know this microphone is it not you know <laughs> for zero yes, this, this microphone is definitely it's you know it's, it's good to have a voice that's going to connect a lot of us. Like, you know, I was thinking there's going to be the Conejo thing, right? Yeah. That's an, a good opportunity to tell a lot of these Chicanos, um, you're not trying to convert them. Mm-hmm. You're, you're reminding them that they were already converted into something they're not. Right. You know, into Christianity, Catholicism. What you're doing is just reminding them, putting the seeds, reminding them of who they truly are. Absolutely. You know, and I already see it in a lot of these pages. Like, you know, Fool's Gone Wild, the, the, the food community, uh-huh. a lot. Every time they put something like, hey, what do you think about, you know, uh, Colonial, this, or or uh, Christopher Columbus, people are starting to wake up and put in there now. We're, we're, we're pre-Columbus. We're pre-Hispanic. We're pre-Latino. Absolutely. You know, so there, it's happening. So we just need to merge because that's a huge community that still hasn't fully awakened to their true identity. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it, and it's designed to be that way. And shout out to Fools Gone Wild. I mean, I love their page. I, I always <laughs> I still, watch their page. I still mess with it. <laughs> and you know who's someone I, I see that uh, really kind of like sparked the idea of like, um, you know, last year we had the 
he he made the whole world a happier day that day. Uh, dog face with the oh yeah, yeah. with the video right. Uh -huh. But but everybody was like, what is he? They were having a hard time. Is he native? Is he Chicano? Is he Cholo? He's all of it. Mm. You know, and he represents. Yeah. He came out to LA and you know uh -huh. connected with the homies out here. Connected with Scar. Shout out to Scar. He connected with um with Who's Gone Wild. He there you go. Connected <laughs> with all of them. And and this is what it's all about. You know, we're not just a podcast. You know, we we went through a lot since season one. We rolled out events that were just like, just organized, just off the strength, right, Zero? Yeah. And then it works out. So um, we're hitting the streets. We want our podcast listeners to come out to these yeah. events, right, Zero? Yeah. And it's, it's important for them. It's, yeah. we're, we're creating memories for people, especially yeah. in, our, in, in our last two events. So that, so, so that being said, man, guys, we have to wrap it up. Uh, also, um, I like when it when there's like episodes that focus on things like that episode that focus on you know your perspective iron iron jacket mm -hmm. that was important because they're like okay it's, it's gonna be about this right which mm -hmm. is our most popular video <laughs> on YouTube right now Zero. Oh, but, which by the way I got my own view now that I know I'm Chichimeca or that's where I'm coming from right. that food does not represent my people I'm just gonna put that out there he does not <laughs> represent my people because that's my people I can now say that I'm, that's my people because I'm Zacateco um, but. You know, you have your perspective, and we mm. all have our different perspectives, and mm. that's the idea of respecting each other's perspective. Mm. But I also like that other episode where you had uh, the focus was, um, uh, it was right before that too. Uh, damn, I can't recall the, foc the, the, the topic, but it, I like when there's an announcement, like this is going to be the focus. Oh, I see. Yeah, and, you know, and, and moving forward, it could be like, you know, it, it could be about not Chavez Ravine, because that was the hashtag, not Chavez Ravine. You know, mm. there's three families specifically mm. that got removed. Or it could be about... Um, you know, I could share all the photos and the things I brought back from Tulum and, and from, you know, those indigenous places I went to. It could be about someone that you're bringing up on, on the scene that people maybe not have heard of. It right. has all this wisdom, you know. Right. Right. And this is why we're reaching out oh, to Masatin, that when you focus on Masatin. Right. Well, there's, uncle, there, there's also, you know, some very cool Chicano activists that I know that have been putting real community work on the nonprofit side, but have experiences just knowing... Um, hitting brick walls, hitting limitations. And then they've designed, like they've done things that have changed my perspective about things like being an orphan soul, mm. right? What does that mean, an orphan soul? Well, that means when your parents and, and your grandparents are colonized, right? And you're going, wait, this is, they're taking advantage of us. And they're going, shh, stay quiet, mm -hmm. right? So then you're kind of going against the very people that, actually created your life yeah and so you feel like you have this orphan so i want i want uh, armando to come out and talk about that mm -hmm. you know he's been in the game and going to sweat lodges since back in the day he can tell us about stories so there's a lot of people like you said that that maybe aren't super famous but have a lot of experience and, and we need to get them on the podcast yeah, and we need to we need to share them with the yeah, community season two is going to be game changing right zero we're Absolutely. going to be going a little deeper with, with things yeah and then, and then you know, I know we've been announcing the Patreon and, and trying it, to work it, on It's that. coming. It's coming. It's coming this week. Yeah. For so, sure. Yeah. We, we're going to focus our time on on this next season. And, you know, as we wrap it up, I just want to say, you know, thank you for season one, guys. And, and really kind of making Alienate is what it is. Shout out to all the people that we interviewed. Dreesus, Taboo, um, and the Sna list. Snotty Nose. Snotty Nose. Uh, Natani. Natani means, I mean, we made some good connections and we met a lot of people that we're going to try to, you know, not try, we're going to organize, 
create events. And there's a lot of uh, talk that me and Orlando have had that we're not ready to announce, but you know, the community's coming together. And thank you for coming and, and listening to this show today. And if you come back and listen again, thank you in advance because we are all just one people contributing to the end of unfair rule, right? We're universal beings that can question anybody and anything if you feel like you're being violated on a universal level. And what I mean by that is that when someone says you have to because everyone else is, and if you don't, then you're outside of that group, you must question that. And that's all LA Natives is doing is just bringing information to the community. Whether you decide to heal yourself in whatever way you think is healing, right? If vaccination, not vaccination, whatever it is, it's your sovereign decision. And we should all be respectful of those sovereign decisions that we, that we make. Nothing is done to hurt or offend you, right? You not taking the vaccination is not to offend your family. You taking the vaccination is not to offend the, the cousin that isn't taking. Don't let psychopaths guide you off the cliff like the buffalo jump. Don't let them do that to you. You are smart, beautiful, mysterious, unexplainable works of art from the center of the universe. That heartbeat is special. Take care of it. Love it. Respect it. Protect it. We'll see you Sunday. Alienated.